What's up, y'all? It's Whitley, and you're tuned in to another Wondering Whitley session. Okay, so if y'all watched the last video, you're probably like, what is this on her face? <laughs> so I showed y'all the last video when I was still at work, how my face is peeling. It's peeling even that much more by the end of the day. Like, I'm going to zoom in. Sorry to y'all who are here on uh, Spotify or Anchor. You'll just have to go to YouTube if you want to see my chemical field facial pro process this look like snakeskin like look how much is peeled since the first video and i made that first video around like uh, it was probably like 10 a.m or so right now it's 7 p.m at night look at this side oh <laughs> it looks so weird uh, like the bottom of somebody's crusty feet who got calluses Oh my God. And it's crazy because look at my forehead. It hasn't started peeling, but look how old it looks when I do that. Like it's getting ready. Like by tomorrow or even by tonight, this is going to start peeling. Like look how that looks. <laughs> That's so weird. Uh, but I look forward to the results because you can see the new skin starting to come in. It's brighter. So I'm excited. But yes. I'm definitely going to be wearing a mask and a hat tomorrow just in case this forehead want to start getting real snakish tomorrow. <laughs> but what's up today? I was able to get away with the mask. But what's up, y'all? Yes, I did two sessions today because I didn't record yesterday. Today is Tuesday, so um, didn't necessarily do a back to back, but I did the same day. I did the earlier video um, while I was at work during my planning period and then now i just cooked i ate um and so yeah i was just like let me do another video so i won't get behind and y'all i'm not gonna lie sometimes i cannot wait until my page gets to the point where people are asking questions they're really making beneficial comments in the comment section sending in letters whatever they gotta do to give me something to talk about sometimes because Literally, I set up this camera a lot of times and don't know what I'm going to start talking about. And you're probably thinking, then why get on here? Like, why do that? Well, one, because I made a commitment that I'm going to do 365 days <laughs> of recording. So that's 365 days a year um, of this year. So by December 31st, 2022, I want to see 365 videos. I just want to see myself be consistent with something. I also want to see how far I can build my page and my following and people who, you know, love this channel and want to see what I'm up to or what I'm doing or engage in the things that I'm talking about. They're here to bring positive energy. Um, and so I just want to see myself be consistent. And so sometimes I don't always have things to talk about. And you're probably still like, well, why do you even have a podcast? <laughs> and when I first started, like I'm you for you all who are who watch me only on YouTube, like you watch the visual video. I didn't start on the YouTube. I had like a few videos that I was doing like every now and then but when i really became consistent with wondering whitley um i started on the anchor app like so it was just the audio and of course it goes to spotify and so i was just talking and i remember when i got the idea in the grocery store because i also have a website whitleyangreen.com 
that houses my blog. So I have a blog and I think I'm a pretty good writer and I love writing, but I went through a season where I couldn't, I wasn't producing a lot of writing just because it takes me like when I get into my writing I can kind of write the things quick because it's just like a flowing stream of consciousness so I was talking about relationships I was talking a lot about friendships and self-love like I have a lot of blogs so if you go visit that website and you like to read you like those type of things I have a lot of articles and I plan on still like revamping that website um reimagining like what's over there i still pay for the domain it's about to renew in a couple of days that's about 75 dollars to renew i'm like goodness i haven't even posted over there but i just keep it going because it is i don't want nobody else to take my domain name whitleyandgreen.com like it's perfect and uh, i want to keep the stuff that's on there but I haven't really put a lot of focus onto it. And around the time I started my podcast, it had probably been like a month since I wrote a blog. And I remember just kind of talking to God. And the way I talk to God is sometimes just in my journal, just kind of journaling about, I want to get back to writing, but it's so time consuming. Like I'm not one of those people who can like, I can write it quick, but then, like, I have to go through the editing process. I think about the, the language in which I wrote it. And I think about the people who are on the other end, like, trying to receive the message. So sometimes an article can literally take me all day. And so the times where I was thriving writing, I was off work or I was still subbing. Um, or, like, it was during the summertime, I was writing a whole lot. Because when I started my blog... I started that like in March, right before the pandemic started. And so like I was at home to, you know, I was in a space where I had the time to really write. But then when things started picking back up, um, I'm working full time. I'm out of the house. It was just like I had these same ideas that I would usually write in the blog, but I didn't have an outlet to get them out. These things to talk about. And I remember uh, just kind of ranting about that in my journal because I was sad about it I was like okay I'm making my post on my feminine arts page I want to get back to my blog I want to write but I don't have the type of time to really commit to it being on the level that I like to write and, and making sure it, it's a quality written work um and so I remember writing that like I still want to get what I have to say out or get these thoughts out and I just remember being in a grocery store one Sunday. I was in Central Market and it was like, start a podcast. Like you heard this one podcaster say something about the Anchor app and it's free to start. Like she always had this little ad. And I was like, oh, okay. So I downloaded the app that night. And I think it was like when I started this in, at the end of April, May or so. And it was about uh, a year I think I, has, I was celebrating a year anniversary of my blog. Um, and I was like, oh, okay, like, and I just started. Um, and I remember my first episode, my second episode was like a week later. And that week later, I was like, Whitley, I want you to try to be consistent with something. Like, if you do this when you feel like it, because even with my blogs, though I have a lot of blogs over there because I was writing for so long, it kind of looks like a lot of blogs, but I wasn't writing like frequently back to back. I was writing when I got inspired. And so 
I think I have an episode about this, like inspiration. Sometimes it's not the best. Sometimes it's just always not the best motivator to get your work done because inspiration can come in seasons. It can come in interim. Like it can be out and it can be down. Like right now, I wasn't necessarily inspired to get on here because I didn't have anything to talk about. (laughs) So I said with this blog, I mean, when I started my podcast, I said, you know, I want to just see myself be consistent because at the time I wasn't consistent about much of anything. And so I said, I'm going to do a podcast a day for the next. I, I was still in school, so I was waiting until the end of the school year. So I think I said till till like 30 days or so, 30 days, or it was like 60 days. And I ended up going 90. I don't know how many days I did. I think I went 50 days before I broadcast it because I was doing it every day. And it was on my 50th episode that I finally put it out on Instagram, like, this is what I'm doing. And I remember my homegirl hit me up like, why didn't you tell me you was doing a blog? You were on a 50th episode and I didn't even know about it. I was like, girl, don't stress. I didn't tell anybody. I just kind of wanted to incubate this idea. But I did it for 50 days straight. And then even then, I kept it consistently going for a while. And then... I think from my last podcast, before I started back up on January 1, I think I took like two months off. And that wasn't intentional. I just felt like I had, I did something I didn't know I would do, which was be that consistent. So if you go back on the Spotify app, you'll see like on this episode, you'll probably see like episode number 64. Unless you're on YouTube, you don't see the numbers. But if you see it on Spotify or the anchor app or whatever where if you're just listening to the audio you'll probably see the numbers by the episode i have way more than 60 episodes like if you go all the way down i think i got like to like 125 135 episodes and then i took a two month or so sabbatical and then i came back january 1 and i added the visual on youtube And I don't know why I'm telling this story again. I came on here not knowing what I'm talking about, but I I started off saying, you know, I can't wait till people start writing in. So I have something to talk about because I was telling like, you're probably thinking why, you know, why did you start this podcast if you didn't have anything to talk about? Well, I was just kind of talking about my thoughts. I was talking about the things I felt like were important to me, uh, my own journey, my own purpose the things that are just on my mind that's why it's called wondering whitley um because sometimes when i think about my journey as a woman and i think about even some of the the conversations i have with my girlfriends i feel like i don't know that there are a lot of women that have these type of conversations with their friends You know, and I've had friends tell me that, like, I don't have these type of conversations with a lot of women. Like, I've had people say that, and I don't know whether it's just with me or it's just the context of our relationship, but I think about deep things. And so I ask deep questions or things that are surface level, like, I just really ponder them, and I'm I'm very avid and very intentional about growth. And so I know that if you're consistent listening to a channel like mine, you're probably in that same vein where, you know, you 
I wouldn't just say think a lot, but you think deeply about things that can be surface level and or you're very adamant and very serious about your growth. And to me, that's important. There are people that just kind of let life grow them up. They always making some of the same mistakes until they get good and tired. Um, but if you're similar to me, it's like you put yourself in the path of growth. Sometimes you push yourself forward when you're not ready. It's like you look for those challenges sometimes to go ahead and overcome so that you can grow beyond it. You're looking for the reason why, not in a way that's like keeping you stuck, but in a way that's expanding your mind, expanding your perspective. And I wanted to make this channel for people like that, people like me who just like to understand things, just like to to get different perspectives, to question things. Wondering Whitley, sometimes I don't always have the answer. I'm just sharing my perspective of things I'm thinking about, thought about, learned, still in the process learning. Um, like I'm reflecting on even when I just said that journey right now of like from my blog to my podcast to adding this visual January 1st I look at my own journey like I wanted to see myself be consistent in something you know like sometimes those things become my passion projects <laughs> and oftentimes you know I have I have like two friends who have told me in different seasons of their life, you know, I'm not really passionate about anything or I don't know what my passion is. I'm interested in this. I'm interested in that. But I just really want to find something that's me. And sometimes I don't think I always knew what to say because I can't relate to that. Like I one thing I have always been passionate about is dance. Um, it used to be performance. I, now I think that's evolved um, because I've kept following it. And then, you know, um, I've always been passionate about videos and stuff, but now I'm passionate about making them. <laughs> like, I always loved music videos. That's what got me interested in dance. I wanted to be a background dancer for the longest. Y'all heard me say this story before. I love Janet, Michael, Paula Abdul. Like, I love Coming to America is my top favorite movie. And Honey, like, I love Sister Act 2, like, Love Selena, like the, these these movies about entertainment and biopics and documentaries, like those are things that has always motivated and inspired me. And then now, you know, seeing that passion involved to me actually being behind the camera and doing the editing and telling these stories how I want to tell them in the way that I want to tell them. You know, so I've always had something to kind of put my focus on creatively that gave me a passion and that sometimes made me money and sometimes didn't at first, but I followed it enough to where it led to other opportunities. And so I think at the time, if my friends would tell me that I, I couldn't relate, but I thought I, I think I used to think of purpose through the lens of like because I grew up Christian. So I think I looked at it, too, as as I wouldn't say stagnant, but like as this one thing you're supposed to pick and it's one thing you're supposed to do and that you were just called to do. And now, even though I still use the word I'm called to do it, I still do believe that I don't. It's like I don't necessarily know if that's 
true or not like as a as just like a stagnant grounded belief for everybody like I think people can be drawn to certain things but there are plenty of people I met passionate about things they just really not good at and don't nobody want to tell them that because you know they're passionate about it they like to do it or people try to turn hobbies and things that should be hobbies into businesses that may not be as lucrative as they think it is and then they like you know they're devastated when it's failing but it's like just because you know you're passionate about it or you feel very very drawn to it doesn't mean you have to make a career out of it and so it's been through my experience that I begin to question the belief that I had like you know what is a purpose and what I think purpose is now is I think purpose you're always in pursuit of it I think purpose is in the present moment I think just like right now my purpose is creating this video and being authentic and telling the truth and being present for the thoughts that are available. I think my purpose is to be honest about where I am. Like I got on, I set up this video not knowing what I was gonna talk about. And here I am 17 minutes in and I feel like I'm flowing and <laughs> saying something that somebody needs to hear. You know, I couldn't have planned this moment because I didn't. <laughs> so I, I feel like now what I think about purpose and what I'll offer to anybody kind of seeking or searching is that, you know, start with the present moment. Start with what's in your hands. Start with the job you have now. Start with the relationships that are in your life now. Start with the, the most pressing problem that you may have been avoiding or that you're afraid to face because sometimes that holds what you may be interested in or what you may have the answer to not only for yourself but for other people sometimes we avoid our problems but oftentimes it's the problems that we see that we desperately need an answer to that becomes the answer to so many people with the same problem i think i use this example most recently because i was just watching her interviews and i did it on accident but she was on a jay shetty show and so i just went on this rampage watching interviews that she did with multiple people and it's the lady who um there's a woman who created the class pass app if you're familiar with class pass and i became familiar with class pass when i was in new york because you know new york is huge on dance classes and all of that and so like people use class pass out there a lot in class pass you can get a lot of cheaper classes than you would if you just kind of drop into the studio so they were like half the price you can get different things it's not just dance like they do fitness classes and stuff then i downloaded class pass again in dallas and that's how i found the pilates studio i go to and I was getting their classes for hecka cheaper than I would have just going into that boutique and paying for it right out of pocket. So it got me experiences that I wouldn't have necessarily had or even known was out there. But she said she created that app because she's a dancer and she said she had she felt like she had to fight the dance and she has an um, East Indian background. So she talks avidly about her culture and her dad and mom being supportive of her dancing on the side, but not really seeing that as like 
a real career. And so uh, they wanted her to go to business school, which she was in, but she still kept dancing on the side. And she said while she was in school, she found herself, I think she was like in another city and she was looking for a ballet class and she knew they were out there, but she couldn't find it on the Google search. And she was like, man, I wonder how many people are not able to invest in their hobbies or expend or, you know, like really get to what they love to do, even if it's on the side, just because they can't find the group or the people or the class who likes to do it. And it started this idea for class pass. And I just was like, wow, like her story was so powerful. And I think I just, I just came across this story like a month ago. And it, of course it came at the right time and it and just gave me this notion. I think I probably made an episode about it about, you know, sometimes your purpose is in the problem you solve. Sometimes that big break you're waiting on is you being the answer to a problem that only you have the knowledge, the wisdom, the finesse, the uniqueness to solve. But if you're afraid to face your own problems, face your own, you know, dilemmas, like how do you, how are you going to have the confidence to step into what may be the answer for a billion other people, <laughs> you know, like, and to me, I'm still like in that, but I just sometimes answer the small problems. Like at my job, if they tell me, Hey, like right now we're not doing well on recruiting. And we think, you know, all schools kind of offer, you know, the reading language, they're going to offer the core classes so the only point that we see could really make us stand out is if we get our electives out there and, pe and we make what we do here in our electives very visible. I took that as a challenge, like, okay, well, how can we reimagine what recruitment looks like, even if it's not direct? How can we, you know, do these programs? How can we make sure we capture things on video that maybe other schools aren't doing or they're doing, but they're just not putting it on video so people don't know. And, it, you know, kids love like seeing things on TikTok and stuff. So my mind goes to how can I be valuable right here where I am? And so I talked about that in the other episode that I did earlier, you know, I think I called it like focusing on the work and value, you know, it's sort of like that same idea. It may not even be a big problem at first that you put your hand on, but it may just be the problem that's right there in your life or a problem for somebody else that you have the creativity, the foresight, the insight to solve, you know, and sometimes we become a hindrance to our own purpose because we're not in the present. You know, we weigh in the future and it's like, cool, it's, it's good to put our future in perspective and to think about it, but then bring it back to the present because in the present is where you're creating how that future is going to manifest. And so if we're not intentional about the season that we're in right now, you know, the future going to look just like the present, wondering like, when is my time going to come when it's like your time is now? The time is now. The time is now for you to start whatever you're going to start, even if you don't know all the answers. The time is now to start your podcast. Start, time is now to get 
three or four women together and start a small group and start teaching them what you know, even though you don't feel like you have all the answers. The time is now to get a mentee. The time is now to, <clears throat> to go back to school. The time is now to transfer and to seek that new position or to move across the country. The time is now. The time is now to show up in the space that you're in, owning who you are, owning what you want to do, owning owning all the parts of you that you've kept hidden. The time is now. It's not going to be later when people start jumping on your bandwagon, when you're famous, when you got this or you got that. It's now because those things may never come in the idea that you have it. Like I couldn't have, when I look back on what I wanted as far as dance, like I saw myself as being a dancer for Beyonce and Janet Jackson. I saw myself being in music videos. So if I only would have held on to that dream and I didn't continue to just pursue and trust each twist and turn that I was being taken on at different iterations, I wouldn't be where I am now. And even though where I am now is not my ideal position as far as I see dance, it's giving me a vision. I didn't even think, I didn't even know I wanted. But now I want it more than ever. Like, what more can I do with teaching? What more, how, how much more can I expand? How much more can I learn? How much more can I tell this story? How, how, how grander, how wider, how can we dream this bigger? You could have told me I would have been teaching at a university. I'd have been teaching in a middle school. I'd have created a whole hour length program virtually with my own camera, with my own editing. Like you wouldn't have been able to tell me that even a year ago. Well, I'll say two years ago with some of those things, but the point is <laughs> the, the power is in the present. The power is in the present. Your purpose is in the present. Those questions that you have about your future is in how you're handling the now. Because if you're so far in the future or you got anxiety or depression because you're so living in the past and still beating yourself up about things that you can't change today, your, your future, you're creating your future now. And so how can you give it your all? So that's all I have for y'all. Y'all on YouTube, thank you for looking at my crispy face. <laughs> I'm wondering how it's going to look tomorrow. Um, but if you're on Spotify or Anchor, thank you for listening. If you do ever want to watch the visual, it's at Wondering Whitley on YouTube. Same thing as the name on here. And I will see y'all on the next one.